that's sweet. I hate sweet. I need photos. Photos of Spider-Man. This is a poetry journal. Okay, then poems about Spider-Man. And I want to finish before you start. And before you finish, give me some coffee. And the poem should have the following rhyme scheme. A-B-B-A-A-B-B-A-C-D-E-C-D-E. What are you waiting for, Chinese New Year? The first rule of Fight Club is... You do not talk about Fight Club. Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. Just the flesh wound. Axe on, hat. Axe off. I know Kung Fu. Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. They're here. All the earth. Come out to play. I ate his liver with some fava beans. Nice candy. Green, for lack of a better word, is good. Show me the money. I. Drink your milkshake. The snozberries taste like snozberries. How do you like them, Max? <laughs> all right, all right, all right. These guys are 11. I'll be back. Forget it, Jake. It's Chinatown. It wasn't the airplanes. It was beauty killed the beast. Ever since I got bit by that spider, I've only had one week where my life has felt normal. That was when you found out. When you botched that spell where you wanted everyone to forget the Peter Parker Spider-Man, we started getting some visitors. every universe. Hello, Peter. You're not Peter Parker. I'm sorry, what was your name again? Dr. Otto Octavius. <laughs> Wait, no, seriously, what's your actual name? There are others out there. We need to send them back. So, Scooby-Doo this crap. You know, all this is kind of your mess. I know a couple of magic words myself, starting with the word please. Please, Scooby-Doo this crap. Welcome, everybody, to Pop Culture. I am Scott. I'm Jason. And I'm Monica. In this episode, we are talking about Spider-Man No Way Home. Yeah, he's always doing something with home, isn't he? Well, this is the home. This is the the home trilogy. The which, home you know, trilogy. Okay, I was yes. trying to work out why there's this reference to home constantly in home coming no, far yeah. from home and no way home. Mm. Home is where the heart is, etc. Et Maybe that's it. Yeah, this is the just an unusual the, choice. No more of that though. <laughs> okay, because they just spoiler alert. Everybody. Monica hasn't seen the movie, so. Okay. <laughs> I feel, but they made a video, Monica. Yeah, but you oh, know what? Like they let, Tom Holland they, and Zendaya. Exactly. But Zendaya told me not to, and she's really pretty. And what do you want me to do? Tom Holland <laughs> told you not to spoil a movie. That's rich coming from him. No, it's true. Zendaya. <laughs> oh, Zendaya. <laughs> she dresses very well. Yeah. That's and true. the other guy, the 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 the, the weird friend. Oh, Ned. <laughs> yeah, Ned. <laughs> Who has shaved his head in real life and looks really unsettling? 
<laughs> no offense, whatever your name is. Is it one of those no. situations where it looks like a lovely smooth egg? <laughs> mm. I'm gonna go with deformed kiwi fruit. So let's, <laughs> let's not let's not just pick on <laughs> pick on whatever that guy's name. I don't even know that guy's name. Anyway, wow, um, wow. <laughs> yes. I'm Spider-Man nut. I have been since I was a kid. The first comic book I ever read was Spider-Man. I remember going to see the Tobey Maguire film in cinemas when I was 12 and just like being floored because my childhood hero was on the big screen. And this is the Avengers Endgame of Spider-Man movies. Yeah, it's a good description. Yeah, for sure. Yeah bringing so much together in one go. Yeah. And, and probably juggling it a little better than Endgame, I think. I think they juggled it extremely well. Yeah. To have um a, 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 like quite a bit of character development thrown around and none of it felt particularly painful. No, no. Well, I, what impressed me about the film is, and obviously this is all spoilers and going to be a result of this, um, the way that they continued the arcs of all the other Spider-Man versions we'd seen. Um, Spider-Man? Spider-Man. Uh, well, they're, <laughs> versions they're, all... of the, they're versions of the one <laughs> Spider-Man, aren't they? Yeah, yes. They're all Peter Parker's. <laughs> the multiverses <laughs> yes. opened up. Um, that, but that, they oh, continued that their stories. Which was really it did it, it it like actually closed the loop on them. That was it was really interesting. It was sort of in a way it's Spider Man four, and this is Amazing Spider Man three as well. Hmm. And we get a, a surprising amount of development closure for all various villains as well. Yeah, that was one thing that I definitely um, have read about with the return of some of the, I guess, favorite villains, particularly from the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man universe. Um, I have always really adored Spider-Man 2 and Alfred Molina's um, depiction of Doc Ock. So I'm pleasantly surprised that I got to see him in the trailer. So when I do go <laughs> see the movie, I'm sure I'll be equally delighted. It's, um, yeah, I think the to Tobey Maguire's one just got lucky by having the better villains. The uh... yeah. Andrew, and I think they even purposefully make fun of Andrew Garfield's lack of uh, good villains. Oh, that's not fair. His Peter Parker also has its charms. Well, they he gets, I think, the most depth mm. as well. Andrew Garfield gets a lot to work with. Yeah, that's that's what impressed me was that uh, closure of his story. That's for sure, because that was left hanging because they just got scared of making the third one. From what I understand. Basically, yeah. Two, despite making quite a lot of money, it was deemed a flop, like mm. seven hundred million on it. But it had like a three hundred million dollar budget. Jeez, <laughs> it was a what very if... expensive movie. <laughs> mm. Jamie Fox to... used to cost more than he does now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, the other villain that stood out and it's almost like the joker of spider-man and that's he Green is the Goblin. joker of spider-man yeah willem mm. defoe's still outstanding yeah. who is to well i guess spoilers i'm sorry monica no it's fine Go willem defoe it. willem defoe is the villain of this movie yeah <laughs> in a, in a, in a, in a big bad way we really get to see the green goblin this time oh finally like that's the one tiny i guess 
thing I think about sometimes when the Spider-Man movies do come up, like Willem Dafoe's Green Goblin was amazing, but I did want more from him. Like you have such a skilled actor who has this incredible way to use his face like no one else. Well, and yeah. and thankfully this time we we get to see him more. We don't have the the goofy helmet. Oh, <laughs> good. Yeah, he smashes that pretty early on, doesn't he? <laughs> he does, straight up. <laughs> uh, but I was reading a review of the film, and someone, and it was really great. Is that like obviously that was like they were framing it. Willem Dafoe is the villain of the movie, but not only that, how how effective he is as an actor with one cackle to mm. to to strike more fear into your heart than Thanos ever did. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. He's just, uh, he's, he's really evil. <laughs> and that's good. You don't want to have um, villains that have this, you don't need them to always have a redemptive quality or to do something that they believe is the greater good. Sometimes your villains just need to be evil. And that's all that matters at the end of the day. And the Green Goblin mm. has been a prime example of that time and time yeah, again. He's a, he's a bad, bad man. Um, but I did like the way it also it took the it, it took elements from the previous films really well in terms of like Spider-Man and Sandman kind of ended on pretty good terms in the in the uh Tobey Maguire film. And then when mm. Sandman rocks up, he's like an ally. Mm. They did really cool things like that that actually kept the movies plots going. It's good to have that. Sandman's just then gets mad when he's like, wait a minute, you're not Peter Parker. <laughs> Um, they were a little bit dodgy though with the Reese Ethans and Thomas Hayden Church cameos. Mm. They just kept them as purely CG characters, I assume, because they couldn't film with them and just have their voices. But I mean, there's a lot going on <laughs> in mm. this movie. Mm. And you get little visions of uh, Doctor Strange type stuff as well, which is lots of really weird quite, Doctor Strange stuff. Yeah, which was really quite good as well. Mm. I'm interested to see where the multiverse is going to go. And obviously this is, I guess, testing the waters to see how it's going to look for the next few films that the Marvel Cinematic Universe will be I releasing. Think, I think they've uh, uh, taken at least sort of visual cues from Loki as well, which was nice. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm. The oh, but it's the also the, um, the way that they're treating the multiverse at this stage isn't an opportunity just to reboot. It's actually combining and entwining everything which mm. i actually respect greatly when i saw that it was yeah uh, mm. quite amazing plotting to bring all of these things in that way because when i first heard of this idea of the multiverse i assumed i was going oh okay that just means that they can keep we changing can get new characters and we can just do whoever we want whenever we want and it's like open slather but it's still got this core point where they're all still connected and mm -hmm. that's being done very well. I just hope it doesn't stray out of that. Well, I think they're going to continue down that path anyway, because there's now apparently that this movie has done so well, they're talking about an Andrew Garfield third Spider-Man, and rumours are now flying around that Emma Stone has been cast as Gwen Stacy for a Spider-Gwen film, which was oh, okay. an alternate version Gwen Stacy. Mm, Another okay. multiverse character, which is pretty cool. Um, but let's get down to the Spider-Men. Because <laughs> that's where this movie has so much heart to spare. Is that that moment when they both came? I was like, I was like a kid. It was amazing. 
The uh, Andrew, yeah, like Andrew Garfield's reveal is a lot more fun, like really, really fun. And Toby's one was a bit more. He's the he is the older, wiser mentor Spider Man now. Yes, come full circle as the new Uncle Ben. <laughs> yeah, and like the sure, idea yeah. of yeah, he's sort of also the um, you know, he Andrew Garfield's rocks up in costume. Toby's mm. is you know, he's in disguise. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't want anyone to know that he's Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, keeping his identity a secret was a huge deal for two yeah. guys, Spider-Man. Which it was, was cool. Yeah. What do you call him? Trendy young preacher look or something. Is... <laughs> <laughs> um, um, but yeah, they both, they yeah, each of them sort of had these pieces of the same guy. Mm. And the, the way they sort of talk about their collective loss it was interesting. Mm. Yeah, and the uh, parallels were similar but different enough to give it that sense of the multiverse as well, which was really mm. good. Um, instead of Uncle Ben, we've got Aunt May and so on. Mm. Yeah. And then, yeah, the, the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man getting redemption for the way Gwen died, and it was all... Mm. It was so well done. Like, it was so well pulled together. And then, of course, all the action sequences and visuals. Spectacular. Yep, as all you'd really, expect. really well done. Yeah, I think it's and uh, just the, the, the weird amount of comic timing between Andrew Garfield and uh, Tobey Maguire, yeah. <laughs> like, like fixing each other's back it's pain and back. giving each yeah. other back rubs. <laughs> <laughs> there's a yeah, there's a lot to like in this movie, and I think had had we gotten to see it before we did our best of, it would probably be in my top five. It was. It, I think it's one of the best Marvel movies of the lot. Well, it certainly feels the most complete that I've seen where I can't floor much of it at all. It um, certainly feels... And those are big words from him, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> it is, yes. I guess I'm not quite... I've not seen the film, obviously, just yet, but one of the things I had with Tom Holland's iteration of Spider-Man is that he's always somehow even tangentially is always connected to the Avengers or specifically to Tony Stark. So I'm glad that this one is sort of this note, we're cutting that off by the looks of it um, for the most part. And we're just going to focus on the Spider-Man story. Well, the irony of all of that is him trying to avoid that connection. Yeah. That is what causes it all. <laughs> oh, I see. There we go. So, yeah. it's um, They play yeah. with that stuff really well. And then when you get time to the end of the film, it's really interesting is that you get to a place where you're like, Okay, this is Spider-Man. Mm. It it ends at a point where you could kind of Toby Maguire one. It's like okay, cool. Now he can go off and do photography and like it it it, it sets him up for that sort of like college Spider-Man mm. point. It's really really well done. Mm. Mm. You'll find it. I see. Everyone see this movie. Holy crap! This is epic. It. And I, I think I enjoyed it more than stuff like Avengers Endgame. It just, like, one, it's my favourite character, but treated in a way that was so loving and mature and brought back everyone you love from all the other movies and somehow made them feel validated in a way. Like, reboots aren't just, you know, well, they are just sort of like a cash grab and kick that shit to the curb sort of thing, but it made it all feel a little more validated. Yeah, well, it didn't have that competition of personalities that things like Endgame has. Mm -hmm. And everyone was being their part to the puzzle. 
and yeah. no one was overtaking anything. Um, you know, you can say Willem Dafoe was outstanding, and but everyone was because their characters were just there, front and centre the whole time, without mm. overtaking each other. So mm. it was really well done. Go see it. Yeah, see Spider-Man No Way Home. Absolutely. All right. I've been Scott. I'm still Jason. And I'm still Monica. Pop Culture is produced by and recorded by Jason Eddy, Monica Porto, and Scott Souter. The clip for this week's show was the trailer for Spider-Man No Way Home, and there was also a clip from The Simpsons. And the song at the end was Hero by Chad Kroger. If you're enjoying the show, please I invite you to jump on Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. It helps us expand the show and reach new listeners. If you'd like to follow us on social media, we're available at Facebook, facebook.com forward slash popculturepod. We're on Twitter, Instagram, and we're on YouTube. That's why I feel